One, two. One, two. Testing. That was not hot, huh? This one's hot. Welcome to the Happy Hour Comedy Open Mic Friday, San Francisco. Out there listening in. <laughs> we got quite a lineup for you. It is hot out there. It's uh, 69. Not too hot, not too cold. More comedians walking in here. Got Scotto on the board. Pam Tasta got booked tonight. Yeah, so, has anybody out there got any pets? Any pets? What, do you, what kind of a pet do you have? A dog, nice. Anybody else, yeah? What about you, Sam? Do you got any uh, any pets? Kitty. What's the cat's name? Faith. Wow, that's a good one. I'd love to have a cat or a dog, but unfortunately, my uh, building, they don't allow pets. Uh, but it came with a mouse. So do I get to keep the mouse? <laughs> and a lot of times a uh, security deposit is based on the weight of the animal. So if I got a six ounce mouse, is that an extra 25 cents a month? We got a really uh, fun lineup for you. Oh, Kelly Evans, wow. Joe, Sean, oh, Sam? Paul, the grill master? Wow, we got we got some funny people coming your way. Um, please welcome to the stage your first comedian of the night, Elvin Magland. I say it right? Hey, give it for JW and his mouse. I thought he was going to say cockroaches. That would have been better. Yeah, heck yeah, man. How you guys doing? All right, all 500 of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sold out crowd. This is what I like. Standing room only. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 glad to be here. I'd rather rather be here than uh, you know uh, that whole submarine situation, right? Yeah, like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars just to go down below the ocean and look at a, a freaking hundred year old shipwreck. God damn, they should have just came here. You might be might see some few shipwrecks later. I don't know. <laughs> uh. But uh, the guy that, um, ironically, the guy that made the, that tin can uh, submarine um, made it or bought parts from Best Buy. Like, yeah, this is pretty good, you know. Yeah, throw some duct tape on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, this works. Yeah, heck yeah. And ironically, uh, the guy, uh, his name was Stockton Rush. Uh, man, uh, I guess that's not the only time uh, Stockton killed people, land, or off land. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's summertime. JW was talking about 69 degrees, yes. Uh, I'm from Stockton. Yeah, yeah, Stockton. Oh, man, it's, it's 69 ain't shit, man. Out here, you guys probably like melting and shit. Over there, that that's like 
That's good weather to us. Uh, yep. Um, what else? What else should we talk about? Um, I have a big penis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, give it for Jack. Jack's out here from Florida visiting. Yeah, man. Uh, how is it so far? Yeah. Nah, we're, we're to totally assholes out here, so you should go just go back to Florida. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you have way better meth out here, uh, out there probably. <laughs> God, damn, what, what's going on with the pythons out there in Florida, bro? Like, they're just eating everything, right? Yeah. Sure. The Everglades, yeah. So I got about a, a minute left uh, to do this. I'm, I'm going to show how Jack... You know, show Jack how a real professional does it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to whip out my penis. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll leave you guys with this uh, fun fact. I don't know if you guys heard. Um, uh, we share 50%. We share 50% of our DNA with bananas. B-A-N-A-A-A-S. Yeah. Uh, with humans. With humans. 50% of our DNA we share with bananas. That's crazy. That's what I call a banana split. Anyway, that's my time, y'all. Thank you. All right, one more time for this guy right here. That's fine. Oh, wow. Look at Sean's walking in the door. Okay, I don't see Kevin Kelly Evans out there. I'm sure, he's in route. Joe, I got you coming right up right now. How do you feel about that? All the way from Sacramento. Thanks, JW. Give it up for your host, JW. Wow, this place is small. I can literally pull your leg. Just grab it and pull it right here. I'm drunk at work, motherfuckers. I'm drunk at work. Am I getting paid for this? I'm not getting paid for this. I'm volunteer drunk. If you get drunk on a volunteer job, does that go on your work record? I just think it should be just a volunteer. I came here looking for that famous glory hole that's supposed to be in this place. You guys on the app? You on the glory hole app? Sometimes they don't tell you exactly where it is. You just got to go in there and poke around. You poke around, look for that little, look for that little corner where, uh, some places, some places you stick your dick in the wall and it sticks outside. Some places you got to go outside, you stick your dick in. You never know what's on the other side. I'm a cautious kind of guy. I, I stick my finger in there. I stick my finger in, see if it gets hit. Careful kind of a guy, careful guy. I uh, stuck my, I was inside, stuck my dick in the outside glory hole. Bird landed on it. Bird landed on it. Cautious, cautious. Uh, look at 
puzzled faces out here. Some people don't know what a glory hole is. Allow me to explain for our more refined members of the audience. A glory hole is an aperture in the wall of a men's public lavatory where a gentleman may approach the aperture, unzip the fly of his trousers, unfurl his manhood, insert his manhood into that aperture, and hopefully receive fellatio from a benevolent, anonymous individual on the other side. Everybody up to speed now in Glory Hole? You got to get the app. You got to get the app. I, when, I come in, when I come into town, I look around for a Glory Hole. I did stuck my, dog, I stuck my dick in a Glory Hole on the way here over at Denny's Restaurant. Denny's Restaurant. Well, I thought it was a Glory Hole. Lady on the other side screamed and slammed my dick in the baby diaper table. I don't even like kids. I mean, fuck kids, right? Fuck kids, but don't, don't fuck. I mean, fuck kids, but don't fuck kids. Uh, kids can go fuck themselves, legally. Legally, kids can go fuck themselves. Hey, I'm Joe on you from Sacramento. Give it back up for your host, J.W. And welcome, Jack. Welcome our, our guest from Florida. Thank you, Jack. Wow, Sacramento. It's got to be hot as balls up there right now. Yeah, balls, a glory hole. Oh, yeah. Ball glory hole. That's interesting. I think you got something there. Yeah, it's really good. Let's see Kelly out there. We got Paul. We got, um, we got some funny people coming right up. So I found out um, recently that it's actually illegal to laugh loudly. And why? You got to keep it to aloha. Lots of fun open mics this week. Some are fun. Please welcome to the stage, Sean, coming right up. Took me long enough. Nice shirt. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. My son said, Daddy, I don't oh, good. Go We're not being recorded today. All right, we'll also be intimate. Hi, hello. You guys, uh, you're, you're all comedians. You know about uh, Epstein Island. You've heard of that island. You've heard of it. Did you guys know there's an older organization that grooms teenagers and then sends them to other countries to be used by rich men? believe they're called the US military. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do two in a row that need a lot of build up, so get ready. <laughs> I used to be a teacher and the worst thing you could get accused of is sleeping with one of your students. The worst thing. And it's crazy because I spent like every day with a hundred plus kids. I could never even imagine doing something so depraved as 
spending more time with them. I don't know what kind of sick freak. Okay. Okay. This one I just wrote earlier, like an hour ago. Oh, no, don't start recording now. Oh, no. I hate I hate the carpool lane. I don't know why you should get special treatment for having friends. Like we're already alone and now we have to sit in traffic. They got a boat. They look like they're having fun. Okay, I don't want to do the second part. I think maybe I'll do it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just it doesn't have a good punch. It's 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 pretty low hanging for Okay. Like there, there should be places where you benefit for being alone, like a movie theater, you know, because you're quieter than other people. You fill in all those needed seats. You sometimes give a place. What do you call it? Uh, I'm fucking this one up. Maybe I should read it. You can sometimes give a place free advertising, being by yourself, like that guy in Aurora. Okay, moving on. <laughs> that was a theater shooting joke, I'm sorry. Let's see. I don't get um, jacking off to other people masturbating. Like when I'm hungry, I don't go watch videos of starving children. <laughs> Just don't understand that. Okay. Let's see. Do I have anything else that's short? Um, <laughs> All right. I think I'll end it there. I like that last one. Okay. Thank you. That's great. Carpooling. I did some carpooling today um, up from San Luis Obispo, and it was like 111 degrees coming up here. I barely made it in time for the show. Anyways, uh, please welcome to the stage your next comedian. We got Paul the Grill Master. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, so work. We're working stuff out. That's what we're doing today. I uh, I noticed that uh, people they uh, it's important for them to come out to their parents uh, for their preferences. You know, it's like oh, I'm gay. It's what I like. It's what I'm into. But not like specified preferences. Like you, you stop. It's like hey, I'm a cuck, mom. I'm a fucking. I like beating off in leather. Ugh, mom, mom, you have to be proud of me. Ugh. No. They stop at the, yeah, I, I like guys. That's where they stop there. They don't want to get graphic with their mom. So, okay, uh, that's one idea. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's, uh, uh, Sean was talking about uh, not being a pedophile. Pedophiles are scary because they're anonymous. You don't know. It could be statistically. Any pedophiles in here? See, anonymous. You don't, you don't know. You never know who's going to be a pedophile. Like, so we were always surprised. That's that's why it's so scary. It's like, oh shit, he was. A I mean, some people you could tell like a pedophile, like Siobhan was. You know, look at look at. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, well, you know, 
Am I supposed to act surprised, Javon? Like, I mean, look at you. No. <laughs> but, you know, there is a Pedophiles Anonymous. Did you know this? It's well-intended to, like, help pedophiles to, you know. But I'm always worried about that one crafty pedophile just going there to, like, pick up tips, you know, like, compare notes. Goes to the Pedophiles Anonymous meeting. He's like, wait, what Safeway was that? You said 20 kids you picked up. Yeah, that's awful. Uh-huh. And what kind of car loan did you get for your van? Oh, good rates, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, so sad. I don't want to be like this. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. So, uh, Pedophiles Anonymous. Watch out. Watch out. It's going to be a note ex- exchange. Um. Yeah, Siobhan was telling me about his pubes the other day. Got a white one, folks. <laughs> I don't know. I was not expecting to start this joke out like this. But since Siobhan is here, here's the thing. Like, I had a friend who told me he had a white hair on the top of his head. And he's like, dude, you can't let it get too comfortable. You got to pluck it out right away because if the whites get comfortable, keep coming in. I'm like, they're fucking gentrifying your head, bro. Why just gentrifying your head? Like, then you keep one, they start having a little neighborhood at the top. And they have to have, like, different police or something because the black ones keep falling out. The white ones are fine. I had one friend who just woke up one day. They had a fucking farmer's market grown out of his head, dude. Like, it just never stops. Oh, shit. It's so fresh. So expensive. But fresh. So, there is that. And then, I was thinking I was parking earlier today. Okay, and I was parallel parking. Was very, I was on Van Ness. It was very, very, like, stressful. But the car behind me left me so much room. I looked back. It was one of these driverless cars. It was, like, so polite. It pulled off all normally. It was so polite. And then I'm like, do you think they, like, set them based on what city they're in? Like, here, it's so polite. But New York, the car would have got really close to me. Like, where the fuck did you learn to drive? I'm driving here. And because we're in San Francisco... Maybe after, you know, because you think it's polite. Then he drove off. He got further from me, and he's like, bitch. I don't know. You know? I don't want the car to have any sentience at all. Like, you know, or it's a mod where you can put a personality of morality in your car. Like, I'm out drinking with my friends. I get in. I'm like, God, take us home. The car's like, this is the third time this week, Paul. He's like, just take us home. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Who was that slut you were talking to? I saw you from the street. Like, oh, God. You know I'm Nancy's car. I'm going to have to report you to Nancy. We'll work on it. We'll see what's going on there. Anyway, don't forget that leather. Ah! Okay, I'm Paul Robertson. Thanks. I don't know where we're going. Are you still, you're not going by the grill master anymore, huh? That's old news probably, huh? Guess I've been living under a rock. Please welcome to the stage your next comedian, Sam West. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, working it out, working it out. It's uh, Friday. I grew up with a lot of cops, a lot of cops in the family. So it was weird. Yeah, my nickname in high school was Piglet, and it made sense. I mean, my dad was a cop, my mom was a cop. My uncle was a cop, my cousin was a cop, my other cousin went to jail for impersonating a cop. I mean, it was fucking cops everywhere. It really fucks with your psyche, you know? I remember asking my dad, hey, can you read me a bedtime story? 
just comes in the room, reads me my Miranda rights, slams the door. <laughs> Daddy, please. You have the right to remain silent. Every anything you say can and will be used against you. <laughs> no, it uh, fucks with your psyche, yeah. Constantly anxious about getting in trouble, you know? I can't even enjoy it, a nice toke in the park after a long, hard day of work anymore. Yeah, I have to, like, spray everything down with Febreze, you know, use a sploof, towel the door even though I'm outside like I'm in a college dormitory again. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll wear a full-on ghillie suit and, you know, paint my face in full camo like an unlockable Modern Warfare character. Just sneak a puff outside in the park. You know, I'm not into working out anymore. It used to be very much so. I uh, took a bit of a break, but I still do lower body every now and then because I have restless leg syndrome and sleep with a weighted blanket. Talking to a friend about weird sleep habits. He told me that he sleeps with his dog. I was like, dude, you know what? That's not that weird. You know, so what? You slept with your dog. You know, I mean, I, I sleep naked, you know. That's, that's, some people think that's weird. To which he replied, oh, wait, no, I did that too that night. And I was like, oh, wait, oh, shit, you actually slept with your dog. Oh, no, that's, that's weird. You shouldn't do that. All right, we're working it out. It's Friday. Let's continue. Uh, let's see here. I think I have erectile dysfunction, but I don't, I don't know how to get it diagnosed, you know? Like, do I have to go to the hospital and take some sort of test or something? If that's how it works, that doctor is basically like the final boner boss, you know? Like, dude, if Dr. Bowser can't get you hard, no one can. How awkward is that moment if he fails? You know, he has to secede erectile dysfunction. Dr. Bowser, you've lost your charm. Not into promiscuous hookups, man. You know, things without strings attached. I like the strings. Give me the strings. That's why I only fuck puppets now. To break it off with Pinocchio a couple weeks ago. Final straw was the night he asked if we could dirty talk while we were making love. I said, sure, but let's just keep it reasonable, okay? Next thing I know, we're in the bedroom, and he goes, tell me I'm a real boy. It's like, dude, that was the most unreasonable thing I think you could have said in this moment. Met him at a candy store. Met him at a candy I remember the candy store very clearly because I saw a sign there that said, shoplifters will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Which makes me wonder, like, do you have to worry about different things happening to you in jail depending on what kind of candy you got caught stealing? You know, like you see a guy in there, he has tattoos all over him. Everyone's like, dude, who, what's that guy in there for? Like, dude, that's Paul. He got bumped up with uh, jawbreakers and warheads down at Long Beach Island last weekend. Do not fuck with that guy. <laughs> all right, thanks. I'm Sam. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we got some people that are just held up on the heat. They're melting. The tires are melting. And they are slow to be getting here. So we have an alternative on the list. Very excited to welcome to the stage Ariel. We're doing alternative style. You know, this is actually perfect because there's this burger pop-up that comes to City Beer Store. It's called Schmashed Burger, and they usually sell out by, like, 7 p.m., so this is great. <laughs> oh, it is hot as fuck, isn't it? Like, it, most of the country, like, is dying, but today in San Francisco, it's, it's like, pleasant. It's beautiful. It's nice. I'm wearing flip-flops. Like, normally I rock the cowgirl boots when I come up to the city because I live in the peninsula and I'm, like, 
too hot to wear those down here, but in the city I can do it and put socks on and that's that feels good. Um, too hot to put socks on today because I'm basic bitch country, like Nashville bachelorette party country, not uh, actually works on a farm country. I am <laughs> um, also a millennial. And millennial used to mean I was, like, we were young, right? Millennial used to mean young, and now it just means poor. <laughs> there are people who uh, don't love that millennials aren't having babies. The people who also, like, don't believe women should have control over their bodies. But that's a different conversation. Um, people complain about millennials not having babies, and I don't really understand why. Like, my brother and his girlfriend, recent, like, last year got a cat, and they're the most fucking annoying cat parents. Like, they're obsessed with, like, what this cat is eating, how much it's shitting, where it's shitting, like what toys it plays with, like how much exercise it's getting. It is insane how much millennials just like obsess over their pets. And that's the energy that they would bring to being parents. Do we need more of that energy? I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I don't really want it. Um, some of my ki my friends are like going to have human children, not just animal children. And I'm a little bit jealous of the amount of t attention that they're getting being pregnant. Um, it seems like everyone just wants to give you a lot of attention when you're pregnant. And I, I, I'm jealous of that, just being a person who needs a lot of attention. <laughs> Thanks. Um, hence, being at this open mic. <laughs> yeah, it's working out well. I think maybe like getting pregnant would have been a better option. <laughs> um, that's nice. Uh, thanks, JW. You are a very good host. You're just like the best host. Um, I do have a boyfriend. I tell him every single day how much I want to have a baby, and he loves that. You know, he's 38. It's really like it's really fun for him hearing about how much, like, I want to have kids and how expensive that's going to be for him. Um, but, yeah, he's cool. I didn't really understand what I was getting into when I started dating him. Uh, we met on Hinge, which is great. Hinge is awesome. Um, and when he first told me that he was a dungeon master... I was picturing something like something kind of sexy, you know. <laughs> I'm showing up in lingerie. There's some whips and chains involved. Uh, but when I actually showed up to watch him be a dungeon master to be involved in that, it was just like a room full of sweaty dudes and <laughs> some kind of like 12 sided die. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks so much, you guys. You guys are great. I remember um, having not, maybe a similar experience. I was uh, living downtown in my first apartment, and there's all these Wi-Fi's. 
codes, and the, this uh, this Wi-Fi was uh, Henry's sex dungeon. And I was just like, oh my god, I'm like, well, that's pretty serious. What a name for a Wi-Fi. Wonder what's going on down there, huh? <laughs> Sex dungeon. All right. Um, please welcome to the stage your next comedian, Art. Oh, are they in the bathroom? It sounded like a royal flush. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. You got it. Okay. There we go. Got it. All right. Uh, you know, so you're on. You're on next. Yeah. So. It's a pretty light list here. If I did somersaults or cartwheels, I'd be doing that right now. Um, please welcome to the stage. Now we got Guthrie. I think he's out there on the street if you want to. I guess Max is coming up, yeah. Oh, Guthrie. Guthrie coming right up here. It's hot. 69 outside. Coming in hot here. All right, guys. Let me catch my breath for a second. So on the way here today... Saw a homeless guy's dick. It's happened to anyone else here? Yeah, you've seen him. Was he packing hog like my guys was? Oh, okay, well, I've only seen three. All of them packing hog. 12 inches plus. These men could do porn if they had any ambition. I understand why they don't have any ambition. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't. I have a little ambition, and my dick is still pretty small. I think I need to get it smaller so I can succeed in comedy. So I was at Carmel this past weekend, right? My girlfriend, uh, she booked a trip for us for my 30th. Fun little time, getting older. So in Carmel, I noticed quite a pattern, right? When walking down the street, it just goes like winery, art gallery, real estate agency, repeat. That shit scared the fuck out of me. Okay, I've been to some like scary ass neighborhoods where it's like liquor store, gun store, gas station. I know the consequences there, okay? I could get shot. If I die, all my problems are solved. If I don't, I get a little debt, but fuck around in Carmel, get drunk at a winery, buy a $50,000 painting at some extreme interest rate. Fuck that, you're locked up for 50 years. Shoot me, please. So uh, we were at the Monterey Bay Aquarium there, and my girlfriend's there with her service dog, right? He's a working dog, he's doing his job, looking at some otters. This old man comes up, starts to back into our space, and I'm like, okay, I'm a man. Can't let him step on the service dog. This is a working dog, you know? I gotta protect my family, but I am not a violent individual. How do I do this? So I take a big step forward between the dog and the man. Okay. Right on the back of his neck. I pulled a Joe Biden on this man. And let me tell you, I can tell you why Joe Biden does it. It's a fucking power move. This man was wearing a Vietnam veteran cap. This man has seen some shit. His best friend Nick got shot in the face next to him when he was 18, okay? He's been through it, but he has never experienced this before. I saw this man break. He electric slided away, took his fucking grandson, like, let's get the fuck out of here. I gotta tell you, man, when I smell them, smelled like PTSD and homophobia. Try a Joe Biden power move. It de-escalates every situation. No violence. 
People say squirts pee, but I've always thought it tastes like grapefruit soda. <laughs> All right. Well, my parents were never married. Uh, they just fucked up once, and now I'm here. <laughs> I think this bit is actually too long, so I'll just uh, leave it at that. But thank you so much, guys. Yo, what's the scenario? Got three round wicks. Scenarios, radios, rates more than four. Scores for the scores, that's mother dance floors. Now I go for mine. Shades of G-Shore. Ship shape plus great eight to play tape. What's going on on that there? Hey. <laughs> Back for more. Are you a new comedian walking in here? Oh, no. That's so great. Maybe do you want to? I'm sorry, I'm just joking with you. I, uh... I was totally fucking with yeah. Um, please welcome to the stage your next uh, comic here. With, he's got a bucket hat on. Um, their name is Max. Come on up. Hey What's up? How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! Okay, so let's see how this goes tonight. Um, so I worked at this tennis camp. Um, you know, just taking like care, kid, uh, taking care of little kids and shit. And the kids were um picking teams and I didn't know if I didn't have my morning coffee or I, I was on my period cramps were going crazy but I was on my feminist bullshit and I, I made the team captains pick a girl because they were trying to win by picking guys right but but my feminist side my feminist triumphs did not work because right after I said that this little shit named Gavin yelled out yo pick a hot one Now, I don't know if you've ever felt the cognitive dissidence of wanting to high-five someone so bad, but you're forced to act upset at the person. When he said it, in my mind I went, oh my god, that was the funniest fucking thing I've heard in a while. And it was said by an eight-year-old. But my mouth said, Gavin, come here right now! See how this one goes. Do you think Nazis make fun of neo-Nazis the same way trendy indie boys make fun of uh, people for not knowing the band before it blew up? <laughs> you liked Hitler after he died? <laughs> Fucking loser. I had this one friend, her freshman year of high school, she was walking on the street when a man steps out of a white van. The man then proceeds to pick her up from her armpits. Look at the man driving the car for approval. The man shakes his head, and he puts her down. That's how bad the kidnappers are in San Francisco. That we have fucking picky kidnappers. The kidnappers in SF act more like baseball recruits than kidnappers. Uh, yeah, nah. Definitely not heavy enough. I'm not going to have a good... This story really lowered my ego, though, because I was having sex with a girl at that time. Like, damn. I'm having sex with you, but a pedophile method wouldn't? Fuck. I'm losing my game. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Have a good night. What's going on, man? Are you a comedian? You look like you'd be a comedian. What was your name? Darko. 
Sounds like an action figure. Yeah, so I mean, um, got some new people in the house. Anybody went over here to do some jokes? I, uh, <laughs> gosh, I've been in the city now for 10 years, and uh, my first year I moved to the city, I brought my mom to the Folsom Street Fair, thinking it was a farmer's market. Didn't find the vegetables we're looking for. Just uh, <laughs> lots of eggplant. Yeah. Does anybody out there know the difference between a vegan or a vegetarian? Any vegans in the house? First off, no vegan. We got a vegan right here. Do you know the Do you know the difference between a vegan and vegetarian? One of them has friends. Yeah. That's why it took him so long to get her. He couldn't carpool. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> That's really great. Ah, uh, yeah. So, it's kind of a slow night tonight. I think the heat is keeping people outside. I'd offer up the mic for someone to sing some karaoke right now. Um, but I don't know if that's allowed. Got this little karaoke thing. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could do that. Do you have a song request? What song? Viva Forever, okay. Um, I have this actually logged into my phone right now. Um, you're going to sing it, right? Okay. Is that what we're going to do? We're going to close out with a karaoke song. Yeah, I know. Well, it's comedy and karaoke. Is there such a thing? All right. Hey, hey actually, I wonder if Scott could pull that up. I'll have to pull it up. You want to play some just some music? It was Spice Girls what? Spice Girls? What was the name of the song? Okay, I'll pull it up. Is there a way for me to hear it? Like, do we have studio monitors or something? Show me the lyrics, right? Yeah, okay. Do you still remember 
how we used to be feeling together believing whatever my love has said to me i wish i had a british accent those were dreamers young love in the sun felt like my savior my spirit i gave you and we'd only just begun
hope that's the last one. Okay, it is. Good. Okay. Yay! I love karaoke. So fun. Woo! Thanks, JW. Let's do some comedy. Wow. So it was a joke that became real. We actually did some comedy here. I think I actually should have... Maybe I should have had you sing on this. This is actually a little bit more... This is a little bit more forgiving. Hello. This one has all these effects, too. Hello. Hello. We have one more comedian. We have one more comedian for you guys tonight. Where'd you come from? Oakland. You know what I... You know what I heard recently? They don't call it an Oakland container. Or open container, they call it an Oakland container. You bring anything you want. Yeah, Dar we said Darko? Darko, please welcome Darko to the stage. Thank you. All right, keep it going for our host. I'm gonna I'm gonna free freelance and not use the stand I guess because uh, you know it's a <laughs> um hey good to see you all I I've I've heard a lot about you you know now we're finally here um yeah I uh I got I got lost on my way here I was uh I've, I've been here a bunch of times but um but I but my my phone died and if my phone died so I can't record this set so it it, it might and you know. So it might as well be, might as well not even be happening because I'm not recording, um, you know, because like a tree falls in the woods and no, you know, it's, but, um, but you guys are here, you guys are here, but, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm I noticed, I might, maybe I'm over, I thought I was underdressed, but then I, I, well, while I was lost, I drove past a guy who was wearing absolutely nothing, and, and so I guess maybe I'm, maybe I'm overdressed. I thought I was underdressed, and I guess I'm overdressed. I don't want to like tell you too much. I mean, I'm, this may be a little personal, but uh, he was, he, uh, he was as big, flaccid as I am, fully erect. I would say that guy. I mean, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to be too self-deprecating. I mean, I'm. It's quality, not quantity. Quality dick. I've got quality dick here. Um. So, uh, what I want to talk to you guys about. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. I know that. Um. Like a been at comedy clubs uh, there's a lot on the uh on the dating what people talk about dating i haven't been dating that much but oh yeah so my my uh on, although on the apps there i'm getting a lot of the dating apps are being like pushed on me in fact i kind of resent it you know like they say your your apps can uh they, they overhear snippets of your conversation and they target you uh, all my apps all my all the ads to me are like saying like are you lonely i'm uh, kind of like really starting to resent getting these are you lonely you know getting fat you know I, th I thought ads were supposed to be nice, but I think that, like they're getting kind of mean now. They're just like, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, you know, but um, but uh, the other topic, like, uh, you know, probably people do a lot of jokes about like different groups of people, but it's like pol these are polarized times, so it's hard to hard to do those you know, jokes about race or ethnicity or politics. You know, it's just tricky, tricky to do those jokes. So I don't, I don't hear a lot about you know, if we want, we need, we need some unity. Uh, we need some unity amongst all these all these different groups. Although one one group that I do uh, dislike, uh, maybe you'll forgive me for uh, having this prejudice is transphobes. There are not any transphobes here, are there? 
Yeah, I was, I was going to, I mean, because, uh, yeah, fu- you know, fucking transphobes. I'll fucking, you know, I'll fuck them up, you know. That's a, see, that's a little guilty pleasure I have now. I like to go and kick some transphobes' ass, you know. I like to find some, find some, find some transphobes and just fucking. I was so I was I was stomping on one transphobe the other day. I, I you know, he was reading a Harry Potter novel, so I knew he was uh, transphobic. But uh, so I was, so I was, so I was getting him. You know, I said, "You fucking transphobic dishette." Whoa. Oh, it's off now. Um, I'm gonna put it down here because I'm just gonna fall off the table. But but yeah, like but but, <laughs> but anyway, I heard the guy, the guy said uh, said something that bothered me as he was I was kicking his ass. He said he said uh, it's not cishet, it's cishet. Is that is that is that right? Is that uh, does anybody know? It really bothered me. I was like fucking. I don't want to be doing that and getting the name wrong. I, would, I mean, getting the you know. I don't want to be. He's, you know, he's he's smarter than me. Up anyway. Um, the other thing that uh, I want to tell you guys about, been meaning, you know, I had all these ideas, things we wanted, to, we needed to talk about, right? Like we we haven't had a chance to talk. <laughs> this is, you know, it's, it's it's the it's those moments during a conversation you got you got to really get to know each other, you know. This is between the jokes, between the jokes is the most important part of a set, I think. I'm not, you know, I, I don't want you to come away here laughing. I want, I want you to come away here thinking like, no, that was really, that was really thoughtful. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Anyway, um, so, uh, so this is, this is going uh, really well on that score. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was out hiking and I actually got to go to y- Yosemite and, um, and there, and I saw a bear from long distance. And th- then I saw, um, and then I was hiking further and I, and I, um, and I, some other places where I was like I was scared about seeing a bear close up, and I remembered being back in like th- this city, being a b- about a, with a big group of people. And we were all stomping, and we were saying like, "You know it, you know the story. You tell the whole damn world this is bear territory." I don't know if you guys have heard that. People people like to say chant that together. So cow. Yeah. Anyway, and I was thinking like that's really offensive, you know. I mean, to, to how do you think bears like? I was in real bear territory, you know, and I'm here down here chanting about I'm in bear territory, you know, like these bears, that you know, they probably used to, this probably used to be their territory, and now we're saying this is bear territory. I mean, I, you guys don't seem offended, but I was offended. So I came back here, I was talking to my friend here, he's like a big Cal Berkeley fan, he's like, yeah, go bears, go bears all the time. And he's, you know, I was telling him, like, that's, dude, that's fucking, that's fucked up. These bears, bears didn't say that was okay, you know, this isn't bear territory. He said... Bears don't speak English. Now, f- but I, is, does that make it less inappropriate? I think I think it's more inappropriate because the bears, you know, it's just the fact that we like what are we better than them because we speak English and they don't. So, um, so you know, fuck that, fuck that shit. I think is the you know, fuck that shit really is my uh, conclusion. Um. Okay, I, I, I'm thinking like, do I have a funny? Do I have a funny out? <laughs> Here I do it as if I have one, you know. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, I got I got lost on my way. I got lost because the oh yeah the I don't have the the phone. Is it is this is this gonna be like? Can I get the tape of, like on Mutiny Radio? Is this on 
It's live stream, but is, does, is there a replay? When, when is it? Fuck yeah. Let's go. All right. My name's Darko. Hey, thanks, you guys. Hey, thanks again, Darko. Oh, it sounds like a name out of Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, that was going to ask. Is anybody else, anybody funny, funny people out there? Any comedians out there? We tried the karaoke thing. Um, <laughs> are you coming up? Oh! It's coming to come for a little bathroom break. Right, all? So the comedians, yeah, so we go right here. What was your name? Oh, racing over here. Okay. I guess we'll have to kill some time. I, so I just, um, I actually just literally walked in the, nice, there he is. There he is. There it is. Yeah, look at that. People were walking in. I just came up from uh, San Luis Obispo, went on a little uh, trip with a friend, and I was recalling last night, sitting up at the bar, I ordered a Hurricane Sandy. They gave me a watered-down Manhattan. And then uh, this girl, she came up and was pretty forward with me. She asked me if I had a girlfriend. I said no. And she asked me if I had a boyfriend. I said no. I told her I was by myself. <laughs> yeah. What, what was your name again? Cool? Coolin. That's right. Coolin. I remember. Yeah. I think the first time I met you, I was hosting that night, too. You just had stumbled in. Was that the beginning of your comedy career? It was awesome. People, yeah, I don't know. Someone was talking about, I don't know. There was a lot of touchy-feely people here that night. That was, that was great. So does anybody know the one time a truck driver is a rock star? When he's hauling oats. We got Coolin coming up to the stage right now. Last comedian. Hi, my name is Coolin. I'm not from anywhere interesting. Uh, uh, my parents were just hippies. Um, I thank you for the welcome. It will have been far too good of a welcome. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm incredibly hot, as you can all see. Um, and I think we should, thank you, thank you. Um, I think we should have a new way of rating how hot someone is. I think the one to 10 system just doesn't do it anymore. I think we should start rating people based on what STDs you'd be okay getting from them. Because that gives you a lot more information on that I really need, I think, when someone is talking about how hot someone is. Um, all right. One of my friends has an incredibly hot girlfriend, uh, gonorrhea gorgeous, if you give me anything. Um, <laughs> but what are you really out of this world. But um, I, uh, I was talking to him the other day about dental hygiene. And I don't know if you guys know this, but one of the benefits of brushing your teeth is that it, the toothpaste stays on your teeth after you're done brushing them. And so actually using mouthwash can harm your teeth because it, it washes the toothpaste off. And um, and so, so really, it's, it's, it can be not great. So he told me that what he does is he uh, flosses and then uses mouthwash and then brushes teeth. And so what I told him I do is that I really want to fuck his girlfriend. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I've been trying to 
value things more in my life, try to figure out what I, I actually take value in, uh, which I think is important for living a good life. And it's hard because in CVS, $60 is a lot for shaving your balls. But when you're actually shaving your balls, you really realize you should have just stolen it. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have... <laughs> Pulling out the notes. Everyone down here. Um, I do work. I work in an office, and I love how delusional. I, I work in a smaller branch of an office, uh, a smaller branch of a larger office, and I love how delusional everyone from the larger office is. They will they'll come down from the corporate headquarters and talk about expanding, going global, and we're just like, well, we ran out of printer paper last week, and that was the end of work for the week. Um. <laughs> All right, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, Wolf of Wall Street. It's a great movie, um, but it's it's terrifying because it's it's a real guy. That's like a real guy who's still alive out there scamming people, and he he is awful. Uh, I mean, he spends the if you haven't seen the movie, he spends the entire movie just doing cocaine, banging hookers, and cheating on his wife. And I'm staunchly against cheating on your wife, so I think it's just a, a terrible example of behavior. Uh, so he's an awful person, but he's still out there. I mean, that would be like if O.J. Simpson killed his wife and then got to make money off of it. But or I or no, I mean, <laughs> bad example. Uh, but it just it gets me so riled up. It gets me so worked up. Uh, sometimes I, I really meant to do a bit about it, but it just I, it gets so me so angry how unfair the world is. Sometimes I, I just need to talk to someone about it. And so I was talking to my friend the other day, and uh, I said I really want to fuck your girlfriend. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. That's been my time. Wow, <clears throat> got a sold-out show tonight. This is great. Oh, I'm trying to think of some funny jokes. I think I did them all. But hey, we got your uh, your headliner tonight coming up to the stage. Please welcome uh, Kelly Evans. Uh, man, I really hope I'm last because otherwise it's gonna be real awkward for anybody. Anyway, now we have comics after your headliner who nobody gives a shit about. All right. Uh, what's up? Um, man, this mic smells like booze. Holy shit. <laughs> this really <laughs> smells like smells like my stepdad, actually. It does. Hell yeah. A lot of, a lot of great memories. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I have a lot of dumb family. I'm from the South, and so... Uh, yeah, okay, let's not. No. Uh, no, that's fair. Uh, where are you from? I'm just curious. All right. All right. Yeah, that's the boring answer, but um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Sorry. Thank you very much. I didn't know. That's cool. I just getting to know you. Um, do you have dumb people too in your family? Yeah. Right. No, no. This, yeah. I mean, we all. I mean, everybody has some, but right. I mean, we all have. I mean, fucking. And if you don't, you're the dumb people, probably. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, but my aunt watches a lot of Fox News, as you would expect Southerners to do. And then she likes to, like, call me and then try to, I don't know, like, I think she's trying to, like, change me, I guess. And so she says wild shit. She's like, everybody in San Francisco is gay. I'm like, that's not true. A lot of people are bi, actually. <laughs> and, like, lately she's been really on this whole, like, gay agenda thing. It's like they're really focused on it. Her and her husband are. And, uh, I mean, he said shit like, uh, they're trying to make people gay with books now. <laughs> I was like, 
It's like if the only thing stopping you from being gay is not reading, you're gay, dude. You are fucking gay. I Tom Clancy, why I don't know, what are you reading? You know? The fuck is going on? Also, what a crazy idea to think books could make you gay, you know? They're just like, well, Tommy is valedictorian, he loves cock. You know, like I don't what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, um uh, I yeah, I don't fucking know, man. They're all they're all insane. Um my aunt actually told me uh, that I had to move. Yeah, she's like, you got to move out of San Francisco. Uh, they're going to try to make you gay next. And I was like, you know what? I believe you, actually, because they got me, Eileen. They fucking got me, and we're coming for you next, bitch. Get ready to buy a Subaru, all right? Cut your fucking nails. Nobody wants an acrylic in their uterus. Um, sorry, too far. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're so... Yes. Okay. What? No riffing from the audience, please. Uh, uh, I got more there, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. So they're also I, I have like my dad's not uh, for the vaccine. Obviously, it's I got vaccinated, but uh, and neither is my uncle. They're both really like against it. And I'm moved. I've had I don't even think about it, honestly, until they want to talk about it <laughs> all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they didn't get vaccinated. Uh, I did for the right reasons because I trust pharmaceutical companies. No, that'd be fucking retarded. What? No, obviously, no. Uh, I did it according to my uncle because uh, I am a liberal uh, cuck bitch boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, give me your Pfizer, Daddy Biden. Like, that's what he thinks. It was like, when you got the booster, did you let him fuck your girlfriend? I was like, what is wrong with you? You fucking... People are maniacs. Stop drinking so much. Oh, fucking insane. Um, speaking of drinking, hard left turn. But uh, I do I do wine tours. It's like my job, so I have to do like a whole history bit. And uh, so did you know during pro they, Prohibition basically made alcohol illegal uh, unless uh, you went to church and then they could drink at church. And suddenly a lot of people found Jesus. They did. Yeah, and the Catholic Church is like, well, we'll give you the drink, but give us the boy. <laughs> All right, that's cool. All right, that was new. <laughs> um, thank you very much. All right, uh, yeah, I got the last thing. Um, I have panic attacks sometimes. Uh, I, th I think a lot of comics probably do, but um, we're nervous people. And uh, the thing is, you just think you're dying. So, like, the first couple times I just went to the emergency room, because, uh, you know, I thought I was dying. And they do all these tests. They're really concerned initially. And then they find out you have a panic attack and then immediately lose respect for you on, like, an epic level. They're just like, code blue, we got a little bitch. All right. What? <laughs> like, they got a guy with a tire iron through the chest in the next room, you know? Fucking, you can't handle your thoughts, you know? And and <laughs> and then they fucking charge you. I didn't have insurance, by the way. They charge you $15,000. <laughs> Have you ever been charged 15K for your imagination? That is fucking wild. All right, I'm going to finish there. Fuck it. Thank you very much. That's my time. All right, we got any comedian? Any other comedians? Oh, there we go. We got a comedian just walked in, huh? What was your name? Joanne. Joanne? Joe Mama. Joe Mama coming to the stage right now. It doesn't work if you don't do it that way. 
Yeah, what is it? Good evening, good evening, good evening, San Francisco, right? I came from Texas. Can you tell? <laughs> Before you know it, you'll be sir and ma'am. But <laughs> that's also because I was in the military. But I was born and raised here in San Francisco, so I look very confusing because you're like, you're acting very Texas for somebody who looks like they're from here. Yeah. Um, I recently moved back into my old hood um, on uh, Howard, 11th and Howard. Uh, as it turns out, it's very dangerous there now. Yeah, I used to walk to middle school as a fourth grader. Um, I knew all the homeless people. It was safe as fuck. Now it's like, <laughs> um, I have to look tougher. Yeah, I go for the tough look, but then um, I do worry about them challenging me. Because as it turns out, my knife-wielding skills are not strong. You cannot be limp-wristed as a knife-wielder, okay? And so as a problem solver, I'm like, how can I fix this? You practice stabbing shit, okay? I'm like, what do I normally stab? I stab the top of that water thing to give ventilation, but I stab it differently. So I know that if I have to practice, it has to go this way. I suck, nonetheless. So no knife-wielding skills here. Tell nobody. I try to give knife-wielding skills uh, the vibe. Okay, 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 okay. Let me actually go to this. <coughs> I've recently been released from 18 years of captivity. You can't tell I'm way too happy. Now, it was called marriage. Thank you. I lost 250 pounds. Yes. Yeah, y'all are ready for this. 200 pounds was my husband. But 50 pounds, 50 pounds was underlying health issues. Yeah, I know, right? That shit is funny. I'm just waiting for test results. <laughs> so I'm a hypochondriac. Um, I've been one for a long time, and I've been very good at it. It's just lately I've been sucking at this. Um, I caught the flu, and I didn't even know. Yeah, no, the flu, will co it could wipe you out, especially if you're 44 years old. Um, no, no people here catching the flu. All right. As a Turns out I really don't need those glasses. I wear them to look smart and sometimes see far. No? Oh. This is my first time here. I am so unfamiliar with the stage, but um, I love how the laughter is like, it almost sounds like audience. Like, no, like a studio audience. Where's the sign? Does it say applaud somewhere? No. <laughs> I could, <laughs> oh, y'all are so kind, oh my gosh. Okay, 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 I'm gonna leave on this. Anybody into anal? Anal, yeah, anal. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that a little too Texan? <laughs> anal, okay. So what I learned about anal is, it could be um, a response to a drunken night where you're trying to figure out why your ass hurts for the next few days. More or less, I'm a beginner at this. Um, I'd like to get into anal, so if you have any advice, hit me up when I'm on my way out. I'm Joe Mama. Thank you for your time. Wow. Yeah. There's a local band called Butt Problems. <laughs> it's true.
The, uh, I remember when I got the keys to my apartment in the Tenderloin. Got a call from somebody in the Midwest because they needed to update my insurance information. They said, oh, you live in San Francisco. What uh, neighborhood do you live in? I told them I live in the Tender Heights. They said, oh, wow, that's a nice area. <laughs> I was walking down the street with a friend, and it was like the first day I got the keys to the apartment, and this guy came up to me. He was like, Crystal, Crystal. I was like, my name's not Crystal, and her name's not Crystal. And then I put it together. To, he was trying to sell me Crystal, I think. Either that or he's in a band by the name of Meth Leopard. Yeah. Is there any more comedians out there? Anyone want to give it a stab? Um, yeah, totally. We got the guy in the Orioles hat. What was your name? Jack. Great. Coming up to the stage. Jack, coming up to the stage. I was hanging by a string. She said, hey, you too. I was once like you, and I liked it. Hey, y'all. So, uh, you know, grip listening to stand-up comedy. First time ever on a stage. They always tell you first time you're a hack, whether you uh, know it or not. But, uh, yeah, my name is Jack Monagle, 23 in Irish, which means, uh, you know, all the older Irish folk give me shit for, you know, not starving to death when they came over here or uh, getting kicked out of all their neighborhoods back in the 40s and 50s. So here I am. I just got to wear uh, SPF 100, and everybody mispronounces my last name. So it ain't that bad. Could be worse. Uh, born in Baltimore. Always get uh, flack for that. Moved to Florida. And, uh, you know, just visiting SF, so it's a cool little spot. But uh, the weird thing about wherever I go is that somebody tells me I shouldn't be where I am. So growing up in Baltimore, lived in a little place called Parkville. And so all my friends, I go out to the county for school. My parents are like, we're not sending you to city schools. No, sir. So uh, all my friends in the county, they're like, oh, Parkville, man. You're white trash. And I'm like, we're not white trash. Lawn chair in the, in the front lawn. There's nothing wrong with that. Getting some sun. I moved to Florida. Everybody back home is like, dude, you got to watch out. Everybody's hardcore down there. You got Florida man out there. You don't know nothing about that. And I'm like, dude, not that bad. I uh, got a lot of friends that go to Disney all the time. They love it down there. I'm not a big person, but they were like, hey, you can drink there. I was like, I could do that. And that's probably the one thing I need to go down here. And uh, Disney ended up buying the Muppets, if you didn't know. So I was out there. And of all the mascots, I was like, oh, shit, Kermit the Frog. I was like, I got to say what's up to my man. So I walk up. He's all crouched back like this. I tap him on the shoulder, and all of a sudden he turns around, and he just, get out of here, man. I'm on my smack break. You can't get in the way of that. It's crazy. I said, oh, shit. Sorry, Kermit. And uh, now that I'm in SF, all I do is uh, every day I wake up, my dad calls me, and he's like, dude, you got to watch out, man. I heard people getting stabbed, shot, cars getting broken up, broken into, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. I uh, hit the dispensary, smoked a little bit, and I went and watched some sea lions. It's it ain't that bad out here. Uh, not in the Tenderloin, but that's all I got. So thank you all. I believe that concludes our uh, happy hour open mic. Thank you all for coming out. The guy in the glasses looks pretty funny. Maybe wow. next week. We do these uh, Mondays and Fridays, these open mics, and we host um, seven open mics a week now. So if anybody here is a stoner and wants to get stoned and tell some jokes, uh, we started doing the Barbary Coast on Sunday. That's a new thing. Uh, last Saturday, which is tomorrow, right across the street, the turkey uh, bacon sandwiches. So good. I dream about it at night. It's so good. Um, 
yeah, well, thank you all for coming out.
you got out there. And then I saw that Jaguar slide into the curve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. They tend to do that. Then what happened? Yeah. I know I'll never forget that chick who was driving next to me with no hope. <laughs> oh, that chick who was driving next to me. <laughs> I guess I found out for myself that night that you yeah. can get an awful sore sternocleidoid mastoid muscle <laughs> looking at girls like that. <laughs>
Just like a breath of spring 